The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin, and whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Well, our gospel reading is from chapter 5 of Matthew, and it's a hard one, and I wanted to get it in the full context of chapter 5, so I wanted to look at all of chapter 5. So I started reading chapter 5, and you may recall that it starts off with the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, uh, the characteristics of happiness and blessedness. Uh, It then goes through uh, some other passages similar to what we read that are very challenging. As I sat there with my Bible open on the end of chapter 5 and looking at the complete other end, the beginning of chapter 5, happiness what Jesus says we can attain, what the blessedness of life is on the complete other side of chapter 5. So between me at the end of chapter 5 and happiness are things like how to love your enemy, uh, eye for an eye, retaliation, don't take oaths, adultery, divorce, and then we come to our scripture uh, about anger. I, I, I just saw this chasm, this uh, area that had to be conquered to get to happiness. All of these things in our way. Um, it came to me that it's kind of like an obstacle course. We have to we have to go through this obstacle course, and as I thought through that more, I said, well, really, it's more like a, a challenge course, kind of like what we have out at Camp Tekawitha. You know, they're puzzling, and, you know, we, we get stumped as we get to each one of them. Uh, I thought, okay, anger. Um, in our reading, um, it says we, we can't be angry with our brother. Um, we can't say raka which is really, we could think of it as saying somebody is worthless. 
And then he said, don't think of your brother as a fool. So we can't have anger and we can't judge. Well, I was sitting around yesterday and I thought, you know, to offer some sound advice, I, I need to conjure up something that makes me angry. Well, I don't, I don't get angry too easily, and so I was, I was kind of having trouble coming up with something. Well, I pulled out my phone and I uh, opened up the loop. You may get this email every so often of, you know, kind of things that Catholics are worried about. And uh, I saw an interesting one yesterday about a sister who is in support of the Affordable Care Act. And I didn't have a lot of detail. I didn't know who the uh, woman was, the sister. Um, so I started reading that article, and uh, I still don't know a whole lot, but I start reading the replies, which probably was a mistake, but uh, maybe the Spirit was leading me down, and I, I got to a comment by an individual who wrote the comment, as I look back on the time, they wrote the comment about the time I was asking for some help trying to think of something that would get me angry. And this person was writing about uh, our Catholic faith, and at the very end, kind of out of the blue, I wasn't expecting it, um, he said, when it comes to support of partial birth abortions, you know, this sisters in, along with a lot of the Catholic Church and priests, bishops, and a pope. Well, there I had it. I was mad. I was angry. Uh, I thought, what a fool. And I said, Raka. It then dawned on me, I had gotten what I asked for. I said, show me something that will bring me something that I can offer some advice. So, so now I'm at a point of, well, what am I going to do? I'm angry. Uh, what am I going to do? I prayed for graces, and I remembered something my mom told me. People that are hurting hurt people. People that are hurting hurt people. I think to say that another way is for us to keep our eye on the souls despite the hate and misery. And I think that's what Christ is telling us in each of those challenge stations that we see in this end of chapter 5. Keep our eyesight on the souls despite the hate and misery that they may dispense. In this time of trying to think of what is, what is a practical thing I can say, I also recalled a Carmelite priest that I met in El Salvador, Father Blanchard. Uh, El Salvador has one of the worst gang problems in the world, and there is fierce hatred between police and uh, gangs that are there. Father Blanchard created a 
challenge course, similar to like what we have at Tekawitha. And he brought together police and gang members, leaders, and had them work as a team to try and go through this challenge course. Not that they were going to solve all their problems, but they created at least some level of discussion, some level of commonality, maybe even respect, an identification that there is a real person on the other end of the hate that each side has for each other. Started treating them differently. At Ash Wednesday, I said, let's be, let's have a purpose this Lent. And I said, let's be ambassadors for Christ, uh, Paul's words. I think ambassadors, they keep an eye when they're in enemy territory. They keep an eye on what's going on there because they see the principles that they represent. And that's what we have to do. We have to keep our eye on the souls that don't know they need to be rescued yet, despite the hate and misery. And one last uh, comment. Back in the year of mercy, back in 2015-2016, there was a book that uh, the Vatican came out with, Parables of Mercy. And at the end of one of them, there was a quote that I just loved. It said, Jesus' mercy redeems human misery, not by brushing up against it or barely touching it, but it completely immerses itself and allows and risks contamination. Jesus came into our world just like he's asking us to go into the world and see souls despite the misery and hatred and not be angry, not to compromise, but to do it with a knowledge of there's a soul that needs to be saved. And I think that's as I said before, this secret to this challenge station in each of the different areas that we see in chapter 5, love our enemies, uh, about retaliation, divorce, oaths, adultery, each of those, when we lose track that there is a soul to be saved, the importance of that soul, we'll approach it differently. And I hope we carry that message through as ambassadors as we continue our Lenten journey. Please stand and let's uh, offer.